Welcome to the Where's My Hat podcast, episode four. This is your producer, Brandon, at Equip Music. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate all the support we've been getting. Um, we have a guest today, Alex Eakin. He does stand-up here in Fort Wayne, and we watched him open for Doug Stanhope recently. It's amazing. He uh, also hosts a little thing called Peppers and Punchlines, which I'm sure he'll tell you more about. I changed up the intro theme this episode for Halloween. Got it coming up here. Excited. We're going to share some scary stories with you, and we hope you enjoy it. happy that you came i'm really happy that i came too it makes me feel like you have faith in us oh i absolutely have faith in you guys what are you talking about that reminds me we were gonna start off with um affirmations oh yeah oh yeah yeah how does that work we just affirm each other a little bit before we oh start. okay should we also insult each other after that or should we leave that part out I don't think we need to be doing. No, that. that was no, that was very, it was a very nice thing. Positive affirmations is a good thing. I think it's a great way to start a podcast. Okay. Um I was thinking about this earlier and I had one for you, but I'm blanking right now. <laughs> yeah, I have no affirmations for either of you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I well, really then. don't like either of you right now. I'm just kidding. I just can't remember what I thought of earlier. No. I have one. Okay. I think you're both great comedians. That's it? <laughs> wow, thank you. Done? End of story? Oh, was I supposed to have more? I mean, you could be more specific. Why are we great comedians? All right. You two, I have in a specific category that you have great delivery and great stage presence. Both of us? Both of you. Alex, do you think I have great stage presence? Yeah, I do. That's good because I don't. You feel have that a unique way. presence, which that's okay. better than no presence. I mean, I'm present when I'm up there. I'm there. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, is it my turn now? Yeah, sure. Okay. I think that was also. I think that was kind of bullshit. I I think it's a really good intention, but then it was just like very. It's generic, yeah, but it's extreme. genuine. Like I genuinely think that you guys are good. Yeah, and I guess that th- that doesn't get a lot of credit, but I guess I I do appreciate that, even though it is very generic. It's still nice that you said it. It's it's generic, but it's what she knows about. I us. know, I know. So that's why it's like, it is valid, and I should just have accepted the compliment as opposed to being like. Well, you didn't dig deep enough. You know? <laughs> um, I have an affirmation for you, Brandon. Yeah, he needs that affirmed as well. I think you're a great editor and a really good musician and a really good dad. And your ears are proportional. Oh, yeah. We needed to look at your ears this episode. They don't they don't really stick out. No, you're right. Here, Brandon. Here's the mic. Yeah, your affirmation wasn't bad. It's just the audience can't see your facial expression, which was just like straight up cheesing the whole time after, like it was a, wasn't real or something. But I, <laughs> I, I feel like it probably was. I have ears, and thank you, they are very proportional. Just like your one for me was a little generic too, but that's okay. I do appreciate those things. I think you mean it. All right, I'm gonna go get a drink of water and get out of these jeans because it's like 200 degrees in here right now. It can can we maybe turn the heat down? It is really hot in here. I but it's probably you, just because I'm sitting next to Alex. I gave you more affirmations than either <laughs> of those two people. So yeah, you went into very great detail. Yeah, but it's not good enough. Anyways, what were you gonna say, <laughs> Stacy? Um, I want to call you Kristen, but I know you don't like that, even though it's your name. Yeah, you could call me Kay. Okay, Kay. Um, That's right. What's your name, Kay Banks? Mm-hmm. I think is that a porn star's name? Uh, is it? Is it? I think it might be Kay Banks. Uh oh, that might be where I got it. You need to look that up. I know, dude. You really got to look up names maybe before you start Banks. using them. I think Sarah. 
I don't know. I couldn't tell you. There's a. There's definitely a Banks though. Tyra Banks. Elizabeth Banks. No, I mean in the. In the porn community. Yeah. Hmm. I have so many affirmations for you, but they're all pretty gay. So. Um, okay. Thank you. I guess I appreciate your commitment to this podcast, even though sometimes it feels like, you know, you could just freak out and stop doing it at any second. But so far you haven't. And I appreciate that. What episode is this? The fourth. Yeah. Oh. It'll be episode four. Oh. Why? I don't know. That sounded like a 50 episode speech. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, okay, so I guess I'll explain myself. Uh, you remember Dominic. Yes, I do. Okay, well, me and Dominic recorded like three episodes of a podcast, and they were great episodes, but then when it came to editing, he was like, nah. And he, beforehand, um, had like really kind of made it clear that he wanted me to advertise our podcast before it came out. And I really didn't want to do it, but he... Yeah, I remember you did that. Yeah, he talked me into doing it. And so I did it, but I didn't want to do it because we hadn't put it out yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to advertise for something that might not happen. Yeah. And so I just... Yeah, I appreciate that Like we've actually come so far because this is something that I've tried to do before and it didn't work out i've tried to do this several times before and it hasn't worked out yeah but that's good that's better than trying it once and never attempting it again because it didn't work out the first time right and it's way 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 better than never even trying at all so you're winning you're Thank killing you. it i'm, I'm really proud af- of us that's my affirmation for you oh which by the way are these affirmations or are we just complimenting each other isn't that the same thing i thought affirmations well i don't know I guess so. <laughs> you know, like if somebody's like nice shoes, then when you never like, that's such a nice affirmation. <laughs> well, but that's not the kind of stuff we're saying here. Well, the affirmations are about us as individuals and not about the attire or anything like that. So it's kind of like an affirmation. Like, you know how you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, Hey, you're a good person and whatever else. I see. You know so, I mean? and so, so yeah, it's not so much you wouldn't be like, someone was like, it was like, oh, you have great stage presence. I wouldn't be like, thank you for the compliment. I'd be like, thank you for the affirmation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's not a physical <laughs> attribute. That's all right. That's well, fair. is that the stage point? Stage that- presence is kind of a physical attribute, though. That's true, K-Banks. It's, it's a personality. <laughs> I'm just going to jump in every once in a while here, if that's all right with you guys. Mm-hmm. But I think affirmations are for like, you're supposed to do it to yourself. I thought that was something like you look at self-affirmation. That's what yeah, I was originally going to say. I but then I right. thought, well, maybe since there's self-affirmation, there's also non-self-affirmations. And I didn't want to sound like an idiot. Well, I'm not sh- I mean, it's possible. I'm not sure. I'm not an expert, but. None of us are here. <laughs> I think we've made that pretty clear on our other three episodes. Yeah. That we're not experts at anything. Uh, experts at comedy though right i well i did get give uh, a pretty good uh couple of speeches in the last episode that i listened to today about comedy related stuff and i was like man you really know what you're talking about like to myself you know so that felt good would you agree i didn't listen to your parts yeah i, I didn't listen to your parts so so i was editing it you guys were pretty sober that one for the most part until Kristen wasn't towards the end though I think but so but you edited a lot of that out I remember kind of what happened there and that wasn't in there I remember thinking like wow they're really getting into like like when you were talking about why you started comedy and stuff you kind of got you guys got kind of deep into it and I thought that was really good and we didn't get sidetracked definitely Mm -hmm. well a little bit but then we went Back we full we went back. Yeah, we didn't let the audience down that time. Right. Yeah. So, since this is the Halloween episode, wait, we're not done doing affirmations. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, 
are you do you still have any more affirmations you want to say um yeah sure i can come up with something for um k banks uh k banks uh i i don't know if this is an affirmation or a compliment i don't know but i just remember when i first met you you were like you were like yeah i want to do uh i want to do comedy you know i want to do the open mic you know you're over at the bar and i'm like okay like that's great you know i'm always super encouraging anybody that wants to try it um but uh a lot of the times uh they turn out not to be that great and maybe you'll see them once maybe twice and then they're gone Mm -hmm. that happens a lot and uh i just remember because you're pretty drunk right the first time you did it pretty much every time oh really okay yeah We'll get into that later, but I remember being like, oh, I, I don't know if she's drunk and just winged it and she got lucky, uh, but I remember you doing very well, and then every time I've seen you since, you've, you've, you've done well, and uh, you're sticking Thanks. to it, and now you're doing a podcast, and uh, I think that's great. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you for that affirmation. Well, I do want to say, <laughs> I remember seeing you, like, because I was going to try doing open mics way earlier oh really yeah and i went to wrigley oh no shit yeah and like i saw you and i was like yeah i'm not ready like there's no way i'm ready to do open mics like this dude's good and i'm just like oh really yes oh god he's a professional you can't judge yourself based on a professional comedian and here like because we yeah we had dean with us that night i remember we went to the restaurant and you, you, they wouldn't let us in like the actual like sit down in there you know how it's like yeah. off on its own little like area yeah yeah so I was like yeah go watch she's like oh it's okay and then she like left the table and went over there for a little bit and was watching and then she came back like oh man like I guess that's a that's a compliment to you though oh that like, is like, that you're so good I'm that flattered. she got discouraged yeah. <laughs> I'm flattered but I also feel so bad because also like I mean all I did was not stop. I think that's all you have to do is just mm-hmm. don't quit. Keep doing it. And uh, yeah, you know, just be funny and be nice. <laughs> that's that's why I tell everybody. And you'll you'll do great things, too. I'm telling you. I actually have another thing to say uh, on this subject. Um, the first open mic that I went to when I was like thinking about doing stand-up I just went and watched an open mic to see what it was like and they all for the most part really sucked and that's what made me feel like I could do that I could do that way better than any of these assholes and then I did <laughs> nice yeah um Alex are you done with your affirmations <sighs> Brandon, I think you've got uh, great hair. Well, thank you. You really do. And, uh, it's very nice. And also, I think you do a great job with this podcast, editing it. It's a great quality. Nice, man. I appreciate that. I put a lot of work into making it sound professional, getting it to the right level. The luffs, L-U-F-S levels, mm-hmm. nerdy stuff like that. And uh Yeah. And it's fun to actually like, we went through this website called Podbean to host it and it puts it, so it's on like Spotify and all the major uh, places you can get podcasts, which was Platforms. like, I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was really cool yeah, to be able to dope. do that. And no, now that I know how to do that, it feels good too. It's like a skill that I'm glad I've learned. So, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I really do have to say like. Like with all the bullshit that we've said on these podcasts and you edit it out and everything else, you're really professional about it. It's fun. It's fun to do that. I like doing that. You put a lot of manpower into this and uh, I really appreciate it. So. $200. (laughs) Brandon, do you have any affirmations that you want to give to the three of us or... Well, he pointed out because he opened for Doug Stanhope. I didn't recognize him, like, because he's not 
you were yeah i'm not in my normal you were, you were really good as an opener for doug like that oh, would that's you. crazy to me like opening for because we're both like really big comedy fans obviously like she's doing stand-up but i mean i watch yeah tons of comedy podcasts and watch just like every stand-up special that i can so it's just crazy to like open for someone like that i feel like i would be I perform all the time, like with my, you know, musically, but like, I feel like stand up would make me so much more nervous just like going up there and talking. Like, it's crazy to me, but it's very cool that you guys all do it. And then you two, I've like just seen you coming a long way. I know it's only the fourth one, but I feel like already you're kind of getting your stride, you know? Mm. It's like the fun part of a podcast, like when it's first starting and no one knows what they're doing yet, starting to like come together. So yeah, man, I think you're all great people this is so nice Solid. <clears throat> this is such a nice podcast it's a very positive way to start it it usually doesn't start this positive so yeah i, I, was, offered, idea that... I was offered a gummy as soon as i got here <laughs> yeah there's lasagna in the oven dude yeah it's homemade she's she's been working on that since yesterday so yeah this is great uh, let's get into the fucking yeah let's get into it wait though, i haven't i haven't jesus yet. christ <laughs> This is gonna be a whole episode about affirmations. Well, this is like that's why I was like going around being like, "Are are you guys done?" Because I have things I want to say. <laughs> All right, Stacey. All right. I I already affirmed uh, K Banks, so we're done with that. Um, Brandon, uh, I really appreciate how you put up with us. You know, going back and forth and being like, cut this out, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't like that. I don't like how my voice sounded there. And then you do what we say. It is excruciating, but I don't mind it. I think it makes the podcast good, so I deal with it. Yeah, that's true. Thank you for saying that, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just, I really appreciate you and your effort that you put into this podcast. Um. And I appreciate you otherwise as well, not related to this podcast. You know, I think you're a very nice person to be around. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Are we doing ghost stories? No, wait, I have to affirm Alex first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I remembered my affirmation for you. Okay. Um, I, okay, so you really inspire me a lot, like with how you just be doing everything all the time. You know, and it makes it makes me feel like I need to push myself more. And now I have a podcast and now all of by Friday I've done two different shows this week. You I'm know, very proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. And that's all that's all because of you, cause you, you know, you make me feel like I need to do better. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, man. I know how to take it. You're great. Let's get on with the ghost story, right. shall we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who wants to tell a ghost story first? I'll start okay, because I don't know how intense yours are, so I'll, I'll do my weak ones. Go for it. So when I lived in my other house, I always thought it was haunted <laughs> um, because like, like I would record my cat or whatever, and then you'll see like little orbs in the videos. Oh, wow. So that freaked me out. And then um, like one time, I uh, I was trying to sleep. And I couldn't fall asleep, but I was like kind of asleep, but kind of not. And I just felt like this like dark presence standing over me and it like freaked me out. And then I was like trying to sleep, but I couldn't. And then like next thing you know, I felt like a huge fucking tug on my leg and it like woke me up and I couldn't sleep for like the rest of the day. I had to go to work. Oh, wow. You just reminded me of another one I totally forgot about. Go Dang. for it. Was, do you have more? I don't want to cut you off. Uh, thank you. Um, for that story, no. That's that's it for that one. We can take turns, for sure. We can, so we'll all bounce back. Because mm -hmm. I got more than one. But since you just said that one, I want to, since this is fresh in my mind, I might get to it. So, <clears throat> now this happened in the... Um, I'm currently living in a condo with my dad and my mom and dad bought that condo um, right when I turned 18. I moved out of the house and uh, my dad, my mom, my sister went to go live in this condo. Now, my sister lived with them for 
I think like maybe five, six years, something like that. Then she moved out. Then um, I got rid of my apartment and uh, it, it was just life at the time. It was just simpler for me just to be staying there. So I, w- I started staying at the condo and uh, there's it's a two bedroom and there's like a, a bigger bedroom and there's like a real small bedroom. And that's where my sister would sleep. And uh, that's where that's where the other bedroom is. So I, when I first started living there again, or it, I never even lived there before. It was the first time I was living there and I was going to sleep in this bedroom. I could not sleep. Like, I would never have a solid night's sleep, like, ever. Always tossing and turning, always waking up in the middle of the night, just like, oh, just awake. You know, N- nothing weird, just being like, man, like... Almost just like, I think I have something medically going on. Like, I, I need to go to a doctor. Like, started ingesting a lot of, um, you know, melatonin to try to sleep. And that went on for a couple years. And then uh, one night, I am laying in my bed. And it's pitch dark. But I'm, I'm awoken by an old woman standing above me, like, grabbing me like grabbing my neck and I get up, push her out of the way. And I, and I go and I turn the light on. Obviously no one's there, but I fell asleep, um, with the light on. And, uh, I have never slept in that room since. And I sleep on the couch to this day in that condo. I will not sleep in that room. And I told my sister about this experience, you know, a week after or whatever, and she goes, um, you know, mom told me uh, to never tell you this, but uh, I'm going to tell you this. So, you know, that uh, lady who owned the condo before mom and dad bought it. Well, yeah, she died in that room. Oh, my God. And she was an old woman. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. She really doesn't like you sleeping in her bed. Well, I don't know what it is. Um, she was probably afraid. She probably didn't realize what the it situation was, ve- was. It felt very... And here's the thing. It was like maybe it was a real ghost or maybe I was, you know, having some sort of a... Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis, which I've never had before, never had since. But maybe one case of sleep paralysis. But I will not forget I don't think so. seeing that woman above me. And uh, it old, and I've never seen that woman. And I and I, even if I saw a picture of her, I, I I mean that would be insane if I found out what that lady looked like, oh. and if I could be like that was a fucking lady. But um, dude, it's hot as hell in here, and like I have goosebumps. That is insane, well, dude. Well, here's here's the other part is so I've been sleeping on the couch ever since then. I sleep fine. Really? I sleep great. I said I thought that I was I had some sort of a medical condition, and um. Yeah, I, I sleep just fine. And it just was just downstairs. That, it was just that one night. Yeah. I got another one for you if you want another one back to back. Or do you if, want to do one? If you if you want. You're whatever you want to do. This is well this one this is this was the big one that I was gonna bring. So I'll get to this one and then I can I can be done even and we can just go to you guys. No, I don't want you to be done. Okay. We gotta have you talking more later, you know. This was my first interaction with the paranormal. So I was a real little kid, not real little. I was probably maybe 10, 11. And um, I I grew up in a very strict uh, Catholic house um, where it was like, you know, there was rules, you know, uh, after dinner, no TV, you're up for three hours and you're in bed by eight, you know. But one night I decided to stay up. I like snuck back downstairs at like, you know, 1030 and I watched an hour of television and, you know, so I do that and I get done watching TV and it's like, you know, midnight or whatever at this point and I'm going up the steps and I do not want to get caught. So I am being super cautious. I, I am literally taking in my mind. I'm like, this will take 10 minutes to get to my bedroom, but no one will hear me. You know what I mean? I'm just going beep boop. Like waiting, beep boop. Like seriously, really taking my time. So I get to the top of the hallway after walking up all the steps, and um, I start walking real slow to to my bedroom. And I'm about halfway to 
my bedroom and my hands are out because you know it's pitch black so my hands are out and i swear to god i walk into what feels like a very tall man in a wool coat and i and like i almost can't believe like i'm going boo boo and i can like feel like you know uh someone's torso and i can just feel that it's a tall figure and i so i run around it and i jump into my bed and i'm looking towards my window um out my window just like under the covers like what in the fuck like my body's turned away from my door and a good 10 minutes has to go by because i'm just scared to death and i eventually turn my body to look at the door and right as i look at the door it's slowly closing oh my god yeah. Oh, oh, that's so creepy. Yep. Alex. Yep. I'm so sorry. And uh, I told my mom about it, and uh, she told me that uh, my she's cheating on your dad. No, that's <laughs> so funny. That'd be so great. He's just like he's like, don't fucking say anything. He's like closing the door slowly. You're next. Um, but she told me that my grandfather, who I never met, um. He was a very tall man who would often wear wool coats. So she was like, I think it was just your grandfather saying hello. She 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 was very spiritual and religious. So she just made it a very nice, you know, I think your grandfather just wanted to say hello. And it made it nice. Um, and the way that that guy died was really crazy. It's well, not a ghost story, but. How did he die? He, uh, so he was a doctor. And I have just, I'll just tell you the story. So he was a doctor and he was um, flying small planes, uh, his small plane with like a small medical crew with him um, and like in like uh, these small islands. Um, And uh, so he's flying with his crew over the Bermuda Triangle and his plane goes down and it goes into the ocean and everyone survives the crash. So, but the the plane is sinking so everyone gets their life vests on and they're out and they're stranded everyone starts getting eaten by sharks <gasps> oh my god I sw- including my grandfather yes or drowns everyone either drowns or gets eaten by sharks except for one guy who got surrounded by dolphins dolphins came to his <laughs> rescue and sharks don't fuck with dolphins so dolphins are just surrounding this guy and then a helicopter comes and rescues him is it because dolphins are too rapey <sighs> I don't know so I don't know about dolphins, but I but, know orcas eat uh, shark livers. But I wanted to tell you this. Oh. So nobody, it's my whole life, nobody's ever believed me when I told this story. Um, and I, <laughs> I ha- honestly, sitting here right now, I was sure. thinking like, dude, you're full of shit. I'm not going to believe anything you ever know. say again. I have the newspaper article from when it happened in the 70s. And it says everything. The dolphins, it mentions the... The Bermuda Triangle, I mean, everything. It's called the Tragedy at the Bermuda Triangle. Like, that's what it's called, like the headline. I'll show you guys after the podcast. If you want. It's really insane. Okay. But yeah, my uh, my grandfather got like half eaten by sharks and my Uncle Steve had to go uh, identify him. Well, oh then it's a God. good thing that your grandpa ghost wasn't half of a body. That's true. So who's to say if it was him? It probably wasn't. <laughs> Jesus. Just saying. <sighs> this is fun. This is fun. I haven't told. I don't know if I've told these stories yet on a podcast. I think I, I think, I, I, think I told the one about my grandfather. But should I tell the story that I told previously, or do you want to go, Stacy? I think yeah. I think we should go in a circle. It's fair because yeah. I haven't told ghost story yet. I, okay. Um, go on. Sorry. I'll start. I have three that come to mind at the moment. Um, so I'll start with the first one. Um, when I was in high school. Uh, okay. So like I would, you know, like be like asleep in my bedroom in the morning. And like, sometimes my grandma would come in there and like do stuff on the computer because that's where the computer was at. And my, my bedroom door, um, was like, like it would always stick like in the frame. So like you could hear it if it like opened or closed. Yeah. And, um, but one morning I was laying in bed and my eyes were closed and um, I think I, I was asleep, but then like I got kind of woken up by the sound of like someone like going through stuff in my room. Oh my God. And I thought that it was my grandma um, like looking for something by the computer. Uh, and I didn't open my eyes because um, a lot of times 
if I'm like trying to sleep and there's someone else there, uh, I pretend like I'm still sleeping so that way they don't wake me up. Like that's just a thing I do, you know? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so I like I kept my eyes closed and um, yeah, and I heard this person rummaging through stuff. Oh my god! And then uh, I heard them like run across the room. And, like, I felt them, like, tap on my pillow. No shit. And when I opened my eyes, there was nobody, and my door was closed. Oh, tight. my God. Oh, my God. Do you have a cat? Did you have a cat? At Not that? in the room. Damn. That's scary. That's scary as fuck. Yeah. Shit, dude. That's scary as fuck. Did you sleep for the rest of the night? Well, it was morning, so no, I got up. Damn. Went to school. <laughs> <laughs> that's intense man that's intense that's so scary i mean i don't want to get into that i mean it's scary stuff yeah it's scary stuff man <laughs> you're so funny alex dude i'm just because because that story reminds me of like i knew a girl one i worked with a girl at mcdonald's once who um no bullshit was had a possession in her apartment like a oh, demonic possession no. like she would come home to stick like to her chair stacked on her table and like the cabinets would fly open and glass would just the you know glass would fly out of there and onto the ground and she got scratched and shit and like so that story about some just like rummaging through your fucking Ugh. some entity is just fucking scary that was the only time that that particular thing ever happened mm. Um, but my entire life growing up, like, uh, you know, I always felt really uncomfortable in my house, like in the basement or like walking through the house at night or, um, like even just like going to sleep in my bedroom. Yeah. Um, I, like, I always felt uneasy my entire life. <sighs> Fucking yeah. so scary. Yeah. I also have kind of a funny ghost story too. Okay. Well, I think Kristen's turn. Um, or K Banks. Or Brandon. Brandon hasn't said anything yet. Do you have any ghost stories? You know, to be honest with you, I, I don't have any like real. I can't say I've ever had like a paranormal experience that I know of, at least. I don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I watch a lot of like ghost videos, like the top 10 stuff. They'll have like just compilations of different ghost clips, you know, from around the internet. I love mm -hmm. watching that kind of shit, but. I've never had anything happen like that to me, like a door just closes on its own or the lights flicker or anything. I've, I guess I've heard a couple weird noises upstairs a few times, remember? Oh, is that part of your... I don't even want to talk about what happens here, like, because it does freak me out, and I don't I don't need to talk about it. Um, You know what? Uh, Alex just informed me that he has to leave in 20 minutes. Okay. I want to hear your other... You got another one? Um, should I talk about the story that I talked about in episode one? Whichever is the best. Well, if you just mess, I don't know, whatever one. We can always talk more after he leaves, but. Okay, I'll just tell this one because I think it's probably the best. Well, there's two good ones, but I'll start with this one. Okay. Um, so like when I was a kid, I was like in high school and I was in like a Wiccan type, um, uh, tribe or no whatever. shit yeah were you raised in that no i was not oh you just got into it yeah, oh, okay. yeah. um i was actually raised predominantly atheist oh so i didn't we didn't even know anything about anything it's all science and whatnot but uh you know it was uh, we're dabbling into some wiccanism and whatnot and um we decided to do a seance in my one friend's house fuck she thought her house was possessed. Damn. So I was like, well, let's check it out. So we did the whole shebang. We went in yeah. the, the bathroom. We had red lighting. We had candles. We made the little pentagon. Hell with no. yarn and whatnot. I would have ran out of that place. So I, Fuck no. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Keep going. My one friend was like, no, I'm not going to be any part yeah. of it. I'm going to be sitting on the couch with a knife in my hand just in case. <laughs> But because I was raised atheist, I don't believe in any of this crap. Sure, sure. So I was like, all right, let's do it. And so I was just in it with everybody else, right? And like we were all holding hands and we're like, if there's anybody here, you know, let us know. And so I thought this would be funny if I pretended like I was being possessed, right? 
<laughs> so I went like limp, right? <laughs> and like people were like freaking out a little bit. And they're like, is there someone in Kristen right now? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Or no, I didn't say that. I was like, <clears throat> someone's here. And uh, they're like, who's with us right now? And I said, John Bathers. And they're like, why are you here, John Bathers? And I, and I said, because I killed my whole family. Uh, I'm just making this shit up sure, as I go. Right? Sure. So uh, people started to freak out because, yeah. you know, you're talking about killing. Sure, yeah. The lady in the couch with the knife That's is getting so closer funny. to me and shit. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, everybody like let go. Candles went out. You know, the pentagram just like disappeared and everything else. And I was just like, I'm just fucking with you guys. This is just a joke. But it wasn't believable because it came off that I was really possessed to them. I didn't know I was that good of an actor. But apparently I was. Wow. And they decided to look it up. <gasps> and there is a real John Bathers. Get the fuck out of here. And he really did kill his family. Get the fuck out of here. Real shit. That is one of the most incredible fucking things I've ever heard in my life. Well, That's fucking insane. Damn. Yeah. Hey, that beats your uh, tap dancer in your bedroom, Stacy. That <laughs> shit's fucking. <laughs> Woo! That's something else. Damn. Yeah. That's so fucking freaky, dude. That's so. It's so cool though, too. It, yeah. But it's so. It's strange. But that's. I'm. I'm gonna tell that story at parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so great. I think a lot of people are gonna tell that story at parties. I um. That that reminded me of something. If you guys don't mind me telling this story real quick, go for it. It's more in that realm. I had a friend that used to. Um, he actually used to live with me in high school. There was a situation with his living situation was fucked up, and my parents brought him into our house. So he lived in our house for, um, I think it was just for a summer. Um, but we got we, we we were real cool. We went to high school together. We were boys. Um, after he moved out of my house, he went to go live with his brother. Um, and I think his brother was living with his girl or his mom or something like that. But him, him and his brother were splitting a room and there was two beds in the room. And he said that he, um, one of the reasons he was living with us cause he, he didn't like his, his brothers were always into fucked up shit, like either drugs or crime or something. You know what I mean? He was always getting mixed into some, so he, he didn't like being around that, but now he's back living with his brother. Right. He tells him a story that he goes into his bedroom, you know, they're splitting the room, two beds. And he looks over, and uh, on his brother's fucking bed is a Ouija board. Oh. And he's like, uh-uh, I don't fuck with that. I don't care if it's on his goddamn bed. I'm taking it, like, and I'm getting rid of this thing. So mm-hmm. he goes out in the alley and throws it away in the dumpster, and he's like, fuck this fucking thing. Goes back upstairs. That thing is sitting on his bed. <gasps> oh my god! It oh my is god. sitting on his bed. And this is a guy I know. He would not lie about this. He was yeah. he was just a real genuine sweetheart of a guy. And like, and he was yeah. He was terrified by it. He was absolutely mm-hmm. terrified. But uh, yeah. Oh so that god. that's my story about that. Pretty pretty fucking crazy, right? And um, if I remember correctly, I don't know if he just threw it away. I think. He seems like the guy who would have also tried to like, maybe he did break it. I can't remember it now, but I think he like smashed it up and then it was just back on his fucking bed. Oh my God. Yeah. So insane. Like put together? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's completely, it's horrible. It's fucked up. It's scary. Um, and I have oh my, my last ghost story, which is not as, well, I'll just get into it. So... Now, this was this happened during a time where um uh I believe my sister was living at the condo, right, that I mentioned earlier. And my so my sister's living there with my dad and my mom. I come over to visit one day and my mom, you know, I come home, I'm like, hey everybody, you know, how's it going? And my mom has this real serious look on her face. She goes, Alex, I don't care what happened. I just need you to tell me the truth, okay? And I'm like, okay, like, and I'm thinking they must have found weed that I stashed here when I was drunk, like last year or something like that, you know, like, and my mom goes, 
where are the blueberries? And I'm like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And my dad goes, come on, Alex, what'd you do with the blueberries? So they're like, they're doubling down. And I'm just being like, you guys are insane. Like, I'm like laughing this off. And they both still just have serious looks on their face. Like, like we bought, a, uh, it was like a gallon uh, container of these blueberries they got at this farmer's market that they were like really excited to make stuff with pies and just eat and all that good stuff. Blueberries are expensive. Yeah. So they were like, you know, which I had been known to go into the house and eat some food. So they were right in their assumption that I may have taken it. Um, but right when I'm trying to like, you know, plead my case, my sister walks in the door and she's like, Hey everybody, same thing. Where are the blueberries? My dad, just tell us where they are. Like, and my sister's like, what is happening here? So, you know, they're like, we put the blueberries right here, whatever we go and we look in the fridge. No blueberries, you know? So like an hour or two go by, we're all just hanging out watching TV. I go into the fucking fridge to go grab a snack. Boom. Huge thing of blueberries right in the middle rack of the fucking refrigerator. Unbelievable, dude. And my mom goes, oh, that's so great. Who wants some? I'm like, I'm not eating those fucking things. They were in a different dimension. Like, yeah. no way. No way. But she, it, I couldn't believe how carefree she was about it. And my dad was like, oh, that's life, you know? Like, they were just, they were very like, well, sometimes a big thing of blueberries goes missing and it comes back. Praise praise God, you know? Like, that's just, that was her whole attitude about it. And then um, this happened maybe two years ago. This is when it was just me and my dad living in the condo. And... um we had gotten um, a Mamma Mia's pizza to split. And um, uh, I had like a piece or two, whatever, put it in the fridge and uh, put it in there for the night. Wake up the next morning. And uh, I slept this when I was drinking. So I was like, probably woke up at like noon on a Saturday. And my dad's uh, in the refrigerator and he goes, uh, says something along the lines of, oh, you must have really liked that pizza. Or, um, you know, save some for me next time, something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, I put, I only had a couple pieces. I put the the box back in the fridge. And I remember I put it on the top rack of the refrigerator. And I remember it, the box was so big that it was blocking the light of the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Open it up. It's not in there. I go out to the recycling, the trash, no box, nothing. So I'm just like, and I had been drinking. So I'm like, oh my God, like what did I like? Did I get so fucked up, like, through the pizza, like, on a walk or something like that? Like, what would have, where, like, where's the evidence that th- it was even here, you know? Mm-hmm. A couple hours go by. I swear to God, I open up the refrigerator. And, and I'm thinking in my because of the blueberry thing, I'm like, watch this fucking pizza being here. And I think I even sh- called it out to my dad. I'm like, watch the pizza being here. Dude, I slowly opened up the refrigerator and I immediately see that the, refriger- re- the fr- refrigerator light is being blocked. So I open it up and that pizza box is on top of that fucking I, unbelievable. It's happened twice now. And uh, those are the only two instances that I've known. Um, cool Wait, ghosts to fuck with your food. But man. it's so strange, right? Yeah. Was, and was same that thing. A- My dad was like, put a couple in the microwave. Like, let's go. <laughs> I was like, is nobody concerned about this? Was that in two separate residences? No, is that the same condo? Oh, this, OK. It was the same. It was place the same as condo the years later. It was a couple years later. My sister okay. moved out. Yeah, it was just me and my dad. Because, I mean, that affects things, you know? Because either that place is haunted or one of you is haunted. You know what I mean? I mean, but it's also like I'm okay with it. Because it's if just that's blueberries what, If that's what happens, they take food and bring it back. All yeah. right, I'll take it. Yeah, maybe they really just miss Mama Mia's. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, sure. That could that could definitely be it. But I, I mean that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you would call that. But that was just that's that's a, a super strange phenomenon that I've I've seen now twice. So did you eat the blueberries and the Mama? Mia's? I don't think I touched either. Right, I probably would. I probably ate the pizza. Knowing me, I probably ate the pizza. Let's be real. I fucking. You can cut this. I fucking threw away uh, a box of Reese's Puffs. It was like I had like a it was like a quarter filled, and I was like, I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm getting rid of these Reese's Puffs. Hour later, I'm like, well, it's like, it's, like it's not touched. There's nothing else. It's a clean bag. Fucking. That's fine if it's if there's nothing else in there. You know. Sure. There's like cat turds in it. In reality, I'm just like. <laughs> 
It's like my last uh, if you, meth if, rock. If you have time, I have a story that I I would I would like yeah. you to be here for it. I got uh, I got nine minutes. Okay, cool. Um, when I was in college, um, I was looking all over for my iPod. I could not find it anywhere, and uh, I was looking through my room, and. I was in an area where, like, there wasn't anything above me, you know, like, it was just the ceiling. Yeah. And then my iPod fell on my head. Wow. Oh. And then I, like, I grabbed it. Like, I picked it up and I was like, thank you. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, isn't that so weird? That is very weird. I have kind of another quick one. You might want to cut this, but this might not be that interesting. No, go for it. But... And I'm going to bring some up. Please don't be sad. My mom, my mom died. I don't want to bum it out. It's just the facts of life. Yeah, but yeah. when she died, it was a very strange thing that happened. It was like, uh, I, I still don't even really understand this. So my mom dies tragically, uh, cancer. But about the year before she passed away from cancer, um, her beloved a uh, small puppy dog got ran over by the FedEx truck right in front of her house on the first snowfall. And it was just like, there was just blood like in the street. It was oh horrible. God. Yeah, real horrible. So she had a really rough go at it, right? And then, you know, going through chemo, she was bald at the time. It was just horrendous. So she passes away about a couple days later, maybe a week later, you know, we're all in shambles. You know, it's horrible. This whole homeless looking guy comes to our house random as fuck and he goes hi i'm one of your new neighbors hmm. he points to like some house down the way and he goes uh i heard about what happened and uh uh oh you know what no my mom had not died at this point i'm sorry mm -hmm. this was right after the this thing happened to my dog okay so the dog got killed and this happened a couple days after the dog, the dog got killed so this homeless guy comes to the house and uh and he's like i heard about what happened and uh i feel so sorry for you i i went and i got this uh this stuffed animal for you mm -hmm. and it was a stuffed animal it was a dog and on the collar it had a little recording device <gasps> so you could like say something into it. Oh, like you knew it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. It, you, you say something into it and then it just repeats whatever you're saying. <laughs> and this guy's like, I'm a neighbor. I'll see you later. Bye. We made that toy dog say the most horrendous shit you could think of and right. it made my mom laugh so much Aww. and it made her whole family laugh like it was like a great toy and then when we got our new dog uh it was like his favorite toy uh -oh. and it's I, he's still around like he humps the shit out of this thing <laughs> and i never saw that guy again i never not once so I, you don't think he was real? Uh-uh. I think he was some sort of a an angel or an apparition or something because it was just so he looked like uh, a hitchhiker mm -hmm. like it was just so strange that he just showed up in like the dead of winter with mm -hmm. like this stuffed animal was like i'm your neighbor it's like i never saw him and i see my neighbors all the time you know can i i'm sorry can i just say something are you done i didn't want to interrupt you no no go ahead um you know i feel that way with like homeless people that like um maybe they're not a real person like well like when i it could <laughs> be jesus right right like like yeah. sometimes like i just feel like i have to give them something that they're needing yeah or like interact with them somehow and i only feel that way like maybe half the time yeah um but like there's just like something inside of me that's like this is a test not in like a way that's like you know shitty sure but it's like just something happens inside of me where i'm like i need to do this thing now and if i don't yeah then i am a terrible person yeah does that make sense yeah, i don't yeah. i don't really know how to explain that but yeah like it's like i know that they're not a real person i know that they're there to see like what kind of person i am i've i've met i've met a couple people that i've just had like really uh interesting uh 
you know, different kind of conversations with where it's just like, uh, yeah, it almost doesn't feel like uh, they're a real person. I don't know if that's what you're relating to. I've just, I've met a lot of like, you know. Uh, Non-player characters? Yeah. But no, it just seems like they're just, they're they're almost, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I was just trying to relate to what you're saying, but I don't know if I actually can. <laughs> hey, Brandon, did you want to tell about the time you gave a homeless man your Pop-Tarts? Well, yeah, this isn't a ghost story, but it's definitely annoying. So I was at uh, a Phillips 66 here in town, and uh, this guy was at the door, and he like kind of like was really quiet, like soft-spoken, and I pretended I didn't hear him, but he was like, do you have any spare change, you know? And I just like kept going, opened the door, and went inside, and got, like I was getting some energy drinks and filling up with gas. So I see the Pop-Tarts, you know, in the aisle. I grab them, check out, pay for them. I'm like, I'm going to give them these Pop-Tarts. I give him the Pop-Tarts. I'm like, he's like, yeah. He just looks at me, takes them. I went back to my car and as I, I turn around, like as I'm pumping gas and I, I see him throw the Pop-Tarts in the in the trash, <laughs> didn't even open them. Yeah. I was like, what an asshole. And I didn't even confront him or anything. But then I kind of looked at him closer and he had like a pretty decent sweatshirt on and like jeans. And I was like, this guy probably isn't that homeless. I think he just wanted some alcohol, but. Well, yeah, I mean, uh. He definitely just either wants some drugs or alcohol, yeah, but I'm totally okay. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm okay with uh, giving money to them for that. I didn't have any cash. <laughs> I, I, mean, I never carry cash, though, you know? I oh, always I get have, it. Like, a, but I'm always like, like, I'm always like, are, if you're going to use this for booze, that's that's fine. Just be honest with me. It's like, I get it. Like, right. you're just trying to get by. You could use a little alleviation in your day. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to supply that even though if it's for... You know, yeah. When I don't, but it's just give... for their only way of coping or alleviating their pain. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you for can sure. Try to just, you know, are you trying to get out of here, man? We don't want to. No, you I'm, you, I'm good. You're... I'm good. I all right. Just when you when you're ready, though, just say. <clears throat> I only we'll... live about 15 minutes from here. I just, I guess, I just really want to make sure I'm home before nine. Okay. Absolutely. That's, that's the time that uh, yeah. he likes to go to bed. So, um, let me just let me just call. Let me just call real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, hold it up to the mic. <laughs> do you have lasagna to for you to take home oh sweet so let me sure take that let me bag that up Yeah, I have to go in like five. Okay. I was going five. That's but, cool. Because uh, he he may, he might sometimes will call right back. So takes him a while to sometimes get the phone. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us or promote or? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, we'll put your uh, Instagram or your you know your stuff in the cool. Thank the you. Description. Everything's just Alex Eakin. Okay. Um, do you have any more ghost stories or well, homeless I'm, people I'm, I'm stories? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Oh, I've got a couple. I got a couple homeless people stories for sure. Yeah, go for it. Um, I remember when I was a little kid, we went to on a vacation to Washington D.C., and I remember there was this really, really tall, um older black gentleman who had some sort of a horrible like cerebral palsy uh paralyzed situation going on he had a really i remember he was he was a really big guy and his wheelchair was a really was a really big wheelchair like he needed a big (laughs) wheelchair and it was like an electric one and he was constantly just moving like this and he had this sign that said uh you know candy for sale thanks anything helps and he had like butterfingers reese's cups hershey's all this stuff oh damn he had good laid out yeah and i remember seeing that guy and i remember telling my dad like hey we should give that guy some some money and you know and also give me that candy bar you know what i mean like but he was like he was like no like we're not gonna give him any money and i remember feeling like like that was a really um that was wrong like i remember thinking Mm -hmm. like that wasn't okay like 
yeah. that guy needed our help. You know, because I was raised Christian and yeah, all this same. stuff, and I, I felt like uh, not helping him w- was God wouldn't be happy with us, you know? And I remember we went out and did everything we did in D.C. that day, and we're going back to our hotel, and we passed that same area where that guy was, and I look over, and he's standing up perfectly fine, smoking a cigarette. Oh, <laughs> see, oh my gosh. That's fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember I remember, I was shocked. I was a little kid, and I just remember being like, like, he lied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He lied. Like, That's I couldn't believe it. I was like, I felt so bad for him, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I, you know, I am totally willing to, like, help someone out, but it's like, I... I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character. And so it's like when I can tell that something is off, that's when I don't do it. When people like that kind of ruin it for the people that do need help and they're out Mm -hmm. there, you know, because there's people in Fort Wayne that'll do that panhandle and then get into a nice, a decent car at least, you know, drive home acting like it's, yeah, it's rough. You know, I, um, there was this, uh, homeless, uh, you, you'll probably have to cut this, but maybe not. I don't know how you do it. But I work for the city, and there's homeless problems. Like, there's uh, there's this one place in particular uh, off Calhoun where um, uh, homeless people will shit behind the dumpster. And they get so fucking upset of, like, people in the city, people around. And I'm like, they're not doing this on the sidewalk. They're coming in the alley, and they're going behind the dumpster and taking a shit, like... I don't know. It was just like it was like they're they're homeless. Where do you want where do you want them to go? They gotta take a shit at two in the morning. It's like it's. I'm just saying it's like it's not good. But like, I think the gratitude you should have for your life should overweigh your upsetness at these people who have nowhere else to go shitting behind the dumpster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't really have a problem with uh, dumpster shit. Homeless people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you know it's it's sad a lot it's like but here's the other thing that i have recently kind of realized which is scary but it's like homeless people are typically either alcoholics drug addicts um you know mental emotional uh disabilities going on but then there's another group of people who are homeless who are were ostracized from society you know pedophiles you know rapists bad people you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's uh it's scary you know like that's what i always think when like you see those youtubers like we're gonna help this guy frank get his life back together and it's like i always wanted to make a schedule like it turns out he's like a pedophile the entire time i was like (laughs) oh that's why you're homeless (laughs) is that is that too wrong no 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 um I okay so one time this guy wasn't homeless he was just really old Mm -hmm. and I was at a gas station and he was like trying to get to his truck and he asked me um to help him like step down like from uh like the sidewalk in front of the gas station to his truck and so I took his hand and I helped him down and then he told me about how he murdered someone (sighs) how'd he do it he was in like good question he was in the army he was uh like in a war but he like told me this whole story about how he was like hanging out with this guy um and uh the guy had a bottle of wine and he really wanted it and so he just like stabbed him to death and took his bottle of wine but he was like he was like 90 so i think like he just knew that he was probably gonna die soon and he just really needed to tell sometimes robbery doesn't cut it you know and who who <laughs> who better who better to tell than you? Right? Yeah, like you're just gonna be like, oh, that's strange, and then just like go on with your day. <laughs> I mean, it did that really freak me out, but like I'm so polite that I was yeah, like, just like, thanks for affirming that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good moment. All right, guys, I gotta get out of here. Okay. This was a lot of fun. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, Peppers and Punchlines. I'm the host of a really fun show called Peppers and Punchlines where comedians eat the hottest hot pepper extract in the world as they tell jokes. It's a lot of fun. 
clips to come soon. We had our first show at Summit City Comic Club. Almost 100 people. It was great. Awesome. Thank you. Um, clips to come on uh, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Follow us on all platforms. Peppers and Punchlines. I'm out. Be sure to give him a follow. Thanks again for listening. This has been another episode of Where's My Hat Podcast. We love you all. Thank you.